just heard me earlier about losing your identity after losing someone you love, whether it's a parent, a spouse, a child, whoever in your life that meant something to you. But let's think about this. When you're sick, your mind is not clear. How do I know this? When I went through my cancer 17 years ago, my mind was clouded. Now I wasn't really thinking about the people around me. I was thinking about my own life. And I also pictured it. Now I know what you're gonna say, she's gonna be morbid now. Well think about this. Again, when you're going through an illness, you're not really thinking clearly. You have so much drugs going through your system, right? To make you better. Before I even had that second chance given to me, I thought about what my life would have been like if I wasn't here. I saw it through a looking glass. The people that, that were there at that time, my mother, my siblings, my nieces and nephews, they would have been devastated. Uh, and then there are other people, the neighbors, you know, people that we associated with, even the cousins that are in Australia. They would have been like, oh my God, she was so young. And, and they knew that I was fighting the illness. They were wishing and hoping for the best. But at the time, I saw it from a, in one of my episodes where I was with a lot of pain, I pictured myself, how would that be? I saw myself lying in a coffin. And it was terrible. I saw my mother crying. She couldn't get through the service. A part of her, like how she did it with my father when he passed away, she wanted to jump in with him. But they held her back. She was suffering. Everybody in the family could not believe. My nieces and nephew, oh my God, they're never gonna get a chance to see her grow, or they're never, she's never gonna get a chance to see us grow. And I thought to myself, what would that do? I thought, I, I cried at my own funeral, and the quality of life was different. And then I looked at it from a different perspective. I said, wait a minute, you're 35 years old. If you left this, if you left at that time to die, your mother wouldn't live. I know that for a fact, my mother wouldn't go on. She had specifically said this, and she drilled it into my head. If you give up, I might as well give up too. And I said, Mom, stop talking like that. Stop. You have to be here. You have two other daughters. You have your grandchildren. She goes, you don't understand, do you? You're my last born. When me and your father had you, again, you were a blessing from God, a gift, a precious gift from God that we loved. And we were so happy that you were born. We didn't give you up. We could have easily given you away, but they didn't. They kept me. Because I thought maybe, well, you have two daughters, what do you need a third one for? I thought that, you know, my father couldn't afford to keep another child, to feed another child, to keep a roof over our heads, but he did the best he could. We raised you. We watched you grow. And, and to think that you're gonna give up now, when you have so much more to complete in your lifetime, no, we will not let that happen my mother for you. My mother had her words of wisdom and inspiration. But she also said this. Again, life is important. Life is precious. If you give up on life, 
You're never going to know what you can become in this world. Don't you want to see what you can accomplish, what you can create, what you can form? Think about it in those terms. When you're sick, your mind is clouded. You're not thinking clearly, and you're not thinking of the people that need you. You're thinking of yourself, which is selfish. Say to yourself, if I take myself out of this world, is it going to make a difference? Am I going to hurt a lot of people? Yes, I will. I will hurt a lot of people, and not just myself, people that I've left behind. They're not going to be able to function, and they're going to put the blame on themselves. Why weren't we there for her? Why, why didn't we listen? Why didn't we help her when she needed it? They're going to blame themselves. Now you think to yourself, is that fair to do that to your own family, to the people that matter to you? Is it fair for you to take yourself out of this world? No. Because God will frown on you when you have those thoughts going through your head. But see, again, when you're battling an illness, you don't, you don't know what you're talking about. At the time when I was going through it, again, my quality of life changed. I don't remember being the age of 35 and 36. If I can bring those two ages back for one day, I would. You can't go back in time. What's done is done. You're here now, and that's what matters. And my mother said to me, think of it in this way. Life would not be the same without you. And I'll tell you right now, I don't know how long I could stand to be on this earth without you. She said that to me. Do you know how hurtful that is for a mother to say that to her own daughter? Can you imagine your parents saying that about you? You don't want them to talk like that because in your mind's eye you think, well, you know what? I don't want you to talk like that. I will do what I have to do to stay on this earth. I will fight. I will... I will Fight as hard as I can because I really don't want anything to happen to you, right? So you're going to do that for your parents. For me, it was just, I did it for my mother. But she prayed to God. She went to church. She prayed to God. Look, I want my daughter to get better. Now she's looking up from up above. Last night, I was in pain last night. I was in so much pain. She was crying in heaven. Her tears were coming from heaven. Tears in heaven. That's the title, Tears in Heaven. She can't do anything for me because she's up there and I'm down here. And she says to me, and I can hear her voice in my head if she were down here, you need to be strong. You need to eat. You need to be strong. You need to fight to get this illness out of your body. Let's all pray for you. Let's pray for you. And say to yourself, I need to get better. If you can't do it for yourself, do it for the people that love you, your family, your significant other. Remember this, I want to see happiness in your life. I want to see you be happy, be married, have a family, create a life with people. But it's not going to happen if you give up. And how is it going to be again when you decide, I can't do this anymore, I can't fight? How is that going to look to him that you're giving up? And he's going to tell you, well, there's no point in me going on. You don't want him to think that way. You know, think about this. When you're going through an illness and you have your family, if you're lucky enough to have a complete family, you know, you're both your parents and your siblings and whoever's in your life, because for me at the time it was just my siblings and my mother. My father had was not there. If he was there, I don't know how he would handle it. To be honest with you, I think he would break down. Or he wouldn't be able to show his emotion. He would hide it from me. And I said, why? Cry. Cry if you must. Show your emotions. Be real with me. Don't hide your emotions from me. When you hide your emotions from me, it's like you're not being real. 
and you're like, what does that mean? Show your emotion. Showing any emotion in this world, whether it's, and a lot of people think crying is a weakness. Crying is a strength. Crying is a strength. Failure is a strength. Struggling is a strength. All of those are strengths. And if you tell me they're not, then honestly, you don't know what it's like to struggle. You don't know what it's like to fail. And honestly, have never cried. You know, a lot of people that I've actually grown up with who've lost people have yet to show emotions to me. Why won't you cry in front of me? Cry in front of me. Show me your emotions. Show me. Because if you don't, and you keep those emotions bottled up inside, at some point down the line, you're gonna get sick. And if you get sick, what's that gonna do? You get sick, and then everyone's gonna be wondering why. It's not good to get sick. It's not good to be sick. Nobody likes to be sick. Now, it's different when you're a child, right? And you're like, oh, well, I'm sick. I don't have to go to school because children revel in being at home. They don't like school, right? When you're an adult, though, it's different when you're sick as an adult versus as a child. Because when you're an adult, you have to think of things that made, first of all, you have to say to yourself, I have to get better for my family. If you're married, let's say, and your husband is worried and your children, they want you to get better. They don't want anything to happen to you. And then you think to yourself, I have to do what I have to do. Otherwise, if I give up, how are they gonna handle them? How, how are they gonna deal with life without me? They're gonna have to try, but it's gonna be very difficult. Children, again, if lost both sets of their parents, it's difficult for children. You know, if you think to, think to yourself in this, in this situation, when you have children, I really believe, now a lot of people are gonna disagree on this, when they're very young, you should expose them to death. They have to know what death is all about. It's a part of life, it's a part of life. And when they're sick, there's somebody in their family that's sick, and say, say for instance, you could pray and make all the prayers that you want and you, can, and you can will somebody to get better, but something happens and they lose their battle with life or lose their battle with the illness that they had. They have to deal with death. You can't shun them away from that and you can't sugarcoat it either. You know, when my niece was younger, I remember this now, my middle niece. Now this was an animal that she was attached to. The first cat that I had had cancer and died. She came down the stairs that night because I he had he was on, in the process of dying right there, right in front of us. I watched my cat die in front of me and my mother too. My mother was devastated. I didn't want her coming down the stairs. She asked me what just happened. I told her. You have to tell the truth. You can't hide that from children. They have to know what death is. Again, don't sugarcoat it with them because it's a part of life. We all have to go through it. We all have to deal with it. We don't want to talk about it because it's morbid. It's a part of life. You know what I say? Don't be afraid of death. Embrace it. Now, now everyone's going to think I'm crazy. No. When I mean embrace death, I mean this. If you have people like myself that are, that are up in heaven right now, you don't feel so scared and you don't feel so alone. You don't. So ask yourself this question. Embrace it. Don't be afraid of it. You know, they say that heaven is a beautiful place to be. You don't have any pain anymore. It's a different place. It's a different world up there. And all the people who have suffered that were down below that had an illness have no more pain. Now they're in heaven. They've earned their angel wings. My mother has earned her angel wings. And she's no longer, she's no longer in pain. She's an angel. So you ask yourself this question, 
why should I be afraid of death? If you're in a lot of pain, let's put it this way, if you're battling a terminal illness and you know that your quality of life will never get better, embrace death. Why? You're not going to be suffering anymore. You're not going to feel it. Like some people who die in their sleep, they go peacefully, which is a good thing. You sometimes wish that's how I want to go. But then you think to yourself, I'm afraid. I'm not afraid, but I don't want to go now. With my illness, I'm just scared right now because when a doctor tells you, well, you have two choices, either life or death, don't do that. Don't put the fear in me. I will make the decision, and the decision I make will affect not just me, but the people that matter most to me, including the whole world. They're waiting to see, what door are you going to choose? Life, death, light, darkness. Where are you? You yourself, you yourself make the decision. Yourself, you make that decision, and you say to yourself, if I choose life, then I'm gonna, then I'm gonna be healed. If I go towards death, I'm giving up. And when you make the decision to go with death, you can't change your mind and go back, right? Now God's watching. He's the one. He's the judge. Judge, jury, executioner, as they say. Not even an executioner, judge and jury. He's the father. Father, help me get better. Help me get strong. I don't want to. I don't want to go. No. I'm not ready to go. The problem is, you know what's holding me back? All this pain. And I look at my quality of life and I think, is my quality of life going to change? The only way I would know if my quality of life has changed is if I make that decision to, to fight. The problem is, you don't have someone there holding your hand. How do you do it? Well, my mother said to me, I will reach my hand down to you. You will have, but you won't see that thing. And this is why a lot of people are going to think I'm crazy. I am not crazy. My mother said this to me. I'm reaching my hand from heaven, bringing it down so you can hold on to it. So she's holding my hand through this whole thing. She's holding my hand because she doesn't want to see me go through another illness. It was bad enough when she was alive on earth. She says, I saw you go through pain and I couldn't take it. And I said to God, please make my daughter better. Make her strong. Make her see that life is the door you need to choose. Not death, life fight you know like think of it this way you know what pain is pain is like a wall you're trying to climb over climb over that wall get the strength to lift yourself up and climb over that wall climb over it and once you get through once you get through you're home free you're on the side of life that you hadn't given up but if you say to me i cannot climb that wall i am too weak you're putting that onto yourself. You're making yourself afraid. You're letting fear take over. And I told you, fear is not even an emotion. Fear is a state of mind. That is your mind's telling you one thing. You're saying, I can do this. I'm gonna climb over that wall to get to the other side called life. Because if you stay on the other side, you'll be in death's door. And death will come. It's like the grim, grim reefers waiting to take you by the hand to death. And you don't wanna go yet. I'm sorry for being morbid in this, but I have to let people know. 
What I mean by tears in heaven, my mother is, is crying right now. She's in heaven because she's an angel, but she's watching me from up above. Seeing the pain that I'm going through and dealing with it on my own, I said, I wish I was there to help you get better, and I want you to get better. At some point in your lifetime, you will get better. You will get better. But you have to believe, and you have to pray. Pray. I'm praying to God. I'm talking to God as we speak. She's telling me she's talking to God. God is saying, look, she has to make that decision to climb over that wall to the other side, because that's where life is. But if you choose not to, and you stay on the other side where death is, and I'm sorry to say it, how am I going to help you? I'm going to reach out. Her hand is coming down. I'm going to pull you up alongside that wall till you get to the other side. And once you get to the other side, then I will be at peace knowing that you made that decision to go through life, to choose the door to life. Do you understand what I'm saying? So all of you out there who are struggling with an illness, you need to climb over that wall. Whether or not you have somebody holding you, guiding you, cheering you, or if you're by yourself, you're not really by yourself because you have God and you have people that have gone through this that will help you get through that wall. So I'm all I'm going to say is this, choose life over death. Go over that wall to life because if you just stay where you are, you're not going to get past it death will consume you. So I'm going to let you guys go because it's a little after two and I need to take my medication for me to get strong. But I want to say God bless all of you. Be well. Take care.